great day, amazing human. Welcome to the Empowered In My Skin podcast, where our mission is to help 1 billion people in this world think in more empowering ways. Empower humans, empower humans. So you are in the right spot to become a lead domino for empowerment today. My name is Inke Chi. I'm not only your host, but I am a vibrant optimist obsessed to bring you empowering content with each episode. We will be bringing you content alternating between longer episodes with feature guests and shorter episodes called Empowering Bites, where I'll be joined by my co-host, Gabby Mamone. So if you're ready, let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. Our guest today is a visionary CEO, founder, and more. Born and raised in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, her journey from professional baker to e-commerce mogul is nothing short of inspiring. Join us today as we delve into her 28-year career in the world of baking and cake design, the pivotal second chance that changed her life, and her unwavering commitment to exceptional quality and service. Her transformation from vulnerability to empowerment is a beacon of hope and redemption that she shares as an inspirational speaker and dynamic presenter. I trust that you're as excited as I am to learn more about our guests, so please join me in a big podcast welcome for Shay Houston! <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Look, I'm like, who's she talking about? I'm talking right. about you, girl. I'm talking about you. Yes. God <laughs> is amazing. You're like, who's that girl? Who's that girl? That's you, man. So, um, so starting thank off you really, so really much for having me. I love it. I thank you for saying yes. We couldn't have you if you yeah. didn't say yes. So it was a random reach out. My team was like, check her out, and I was like bring her on. Let's try and get her on. And so they did this and you're like, yes. And we're like, so here we are. So excited. So yes. what was starting you off really easy? What has been your most empowering thought that you've had today so far? My most empowering thought today. Whoo. <laughs> I've had a lot happen this morning, mm. but one of the most empowering thoughts is today I get to stand in my truth. Mm. So when I walk out that front door, what you see is what you get, mm. you know, and because people have um, gotten to know a little bit about Shay Houston, mm-hmm. people are watching. Mm. So therefore, when I walk out that door, I need to make sure that I'm not only representing the God of my understanding, mm. but also who Shay is and what I represent when it comes to women who have overcome women who are looking to grow, Mm. women who are looking to expand their lives. Um, I'm a representation of that. Mm. Shay, first of all, I'm going to pivot because something that you just said to me just like gave me like goosebumps. So you must have heard about that video that went viral, that young black gymnast, that young girl. I'm not sure if you know. So there's this young girl who... I was in a competition in Dublin, Ireland, and she was the mm-hmm. only black competitor in the competition. And, mm-hmm. um, and so they were handing out medals. And mm-hmm. so she's in a lineup and she's with her, all her white counterparts, all the rest of the people in the lineup were white. And the mm-hmm. person handing out the medals deliberately passed over her and handed a medal to, and put a medal on the neck of every other person in the lineup. And in the video, mm. in the video, you can actually see her like 
Like, so, like, there's a person beside her on the left, and then they pass yes. her, and then they go to the next person, and then they keep going down the line. So after a while, she steps out of the line a little and looks down as if to say, um, like, she's looking at, like, the other people's medal, and she's like, where's my medal? Like, broke my right. heart. And when you just yeah. said that right now. You know, I did get a glimpse of that. And what you, the words you just said right now had me, like, thinking about how powerful what you just said is still so needed in this world today. Yes. Yes. And I'm, I am charged, you know, um, I'm very clear that where I am today is only because I was chosen to be where Mm. I am today. Mm. And I'm charged with that. And, you know, I can say that before I used to just be like, that was scary. Mm -hmm. Can I live up to it? But it's not about living up to it. Just live in what he gave you. Because mm. that's enough. Empower it. Embrace it. And use it for the greater good. So I have a question for you to this young girl. If you can speak to her right now. Because that happened and very different. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I felt it because I've, I, I felt it because I, I know what that feels like. Being overlooked. Yes, because to be overlooked. Because mm-hmm. of your color of your skin. Yes. So what would you say to her? Because so she's not defined by that moment, but but recognizing that it was assigned to her for her Mm -hmm. to do something with it. Well, to that young girl, I would definitely the fact that she stepped out of line, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, that's a symbol of stepping out front. Mm. No metal defines me. Mm. What you think of me does not define me. How you're trying to portray me does not define me. It's the fact that I stepped out because I know I need to be recognized Mm. and continue to step out because you are worthy to be recognized Mm -hmm. in your own right. So I have to know because... I definitely know that there was a journey that got you to that Mm -hmm. mindset. And so what was that day? Because it's all these little daily commitments to believe in yourself a little bit more until one day you're actually confident enough to step out. So what can you take us through the process that got you to that moment where like all I got from you was this huge sense of empowerment, self-worth, self-value, self-understanding, self-awareness, like, yes, like queen, like all this of that. All of that. but I know I that that didn't t-shirt. just happen. Right. So what was your pivotal moment? Um, and, and was there a pivotal moment for you? Yes. So uh, let me just let you know that all growing up, I've always been talented always been creative right always you know got recognition for all of the creativity and and you know my poetry growing up um growing up being in plays and doing all these different things always got accolades always got recognition but I didn't see that little girl that everyone else saw I thought I had to do more right Mm -hmm. so that carried on into my adulthood I'm still being amazing, being creative, you know, had a production company doing poetry, traveling all over, um, doing all these amazing things. But yet again, 
I couldn't see that young woman that everyone else saw. So therefore, I thought I had to do more and more and more because I felt like I needed to fit in. I felt like it needed to be more um, work put in. Um, That accolades and recognition was not enough because I was missing something on the inside, right? Mm -hmm. So as time went on and... I, um, because I was trying to fit in, I stumbled upon a life of addiction, right? Mm. All because I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to find my place in this world. I'm trying to find my place in these groups of people that I'm encountering throughout my life, whether it's my job, my peers, at church, organizations. I'm just trying to find, I'm doing all this stuff, trying to find a place to fit. And I always felt like I was on the outside. So, and I always felt like what I did was not enough, right? So then I continued a journey of addiction, still being amazing. I don't know that I'm amazing. So because I don't know I'm amazing, I'm feeling like I'm not worth it. I'm not worthy. So therefore I dive deeper into the addiction to the point to where it takes me away from all those amazing things that I was doing that I had not yet recognized, right? Mm. So then coming upon where I am now today and um, when I revamped my business and I got connected with a a community of leaders, um, it's called Rock Your Vision. And my leadership coach, Karen Hilton, amazing, amazing woman. She... Within Rock Your Vision, they taught me how to be okay with who I am and where I am. Mm. They taught me, you know, they they raved about me. They raved about my product. They raved about my presence. They raved about how God has changed my life. They're raving about all this, but still it was something in me that was not sure. But then she told me, you need to give yourself permission to live. Hmm. And I was like, oh, then she told me, you need to give yourself permission to be a CEO. Hmm. You need to begin walking in CEO lifestyle. (laughs) You need to begin owning who you are. You need to begin taking ownership and embracing, you know, and it was really in that moment of time when I took her uh, course um, coming out of the wilderness. Mm. Because, see, at this point, I had been in recovery for almost two years, but I'm still on this soul searching, searching for Shay, finding out who Shay is. And when I took that course, it had me dive so deep. I was like, is this about business or am I in a therapy session? (laughs) Right? I'm like, what is going on? But the thing is, is that God knew that's what I needed because in order for me to even at that moment, pivot into who I'm supposed to be as a woman and who I'm supposed to be as a businesswoman, that course needed to happen in my life. And it was in that 
time, that moment of time, that season in my life where it was like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And baby, this is what we can ready to do. So first of all, so much that you shared in that moment. And one of the things I want to take you back to that I love, and I only go back in interviews, never go back in life, but back in this, I thought I had to do more. And when you said that, first of all, that that's that to me was, man, this episode is going to resonate with so many people <laughs> because I truly do believe coming out of three years of pandemic that mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are even still trying to figure out that, mm-hmm. right? And that whole, I thought I had to do more. What I want to ask you, Shay, is where you are in life now, how would you respond if I, if I continue to ask you, like, do you believe it's possible to do less and receive more? Oh, absolutely. But it's in a spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. It's in a spiritual realm. And it's not so much that you're doing less. It's just that we're no longer overexerting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're doing what we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in this moment at this time. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, and to some it will appear like you're doing less. Even to myself, it may appear that I'm doing less, but actually if I stay in the moment, that's all I got to do right now stay in the moment so then I don't get overwhelmed with the more and I won't feel like I'm doing less Mm -hmm. if I stay in the moment Hmm. so to everyone that's like Shay how do I get there can you maybe express or explain Mm -hmm. when you're in that space Mm -hmm. what it feels like what it may sound like what it may look like and what what um, and, and one more thing, so mm-hmm. feel sound like the the like what like just the physiology of it, but also mm-hmm. what might your daily practice like you talked about the spiritual aspect of it, which I truly completely high five mm-hmm. with you on that one because I don't think it's possible without. So what might the daily practices look like in that mm-hmm. space to be able to to receive all mm-hmm. that. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. (laughs) Um, So what that looks like, number one, is being patient with yourself. And the reason I say that is because I personally get anxiety when I start adding all these things onto my list, what I need to do. Mm. Right? I start getting anxiety. And so then I start rushing myself. So what I have to do is back up, be patient with myself, be realistic with myself, and take one thing at a time. Like, that is so imperative to just do one thing at a time. Like, and in that one thing, it may encompass many uh, layers. That one thing may encompass a encompass many layers and so therefore one is just being patient with myself Mm -hmm. 
being able to stay in the moment also is whatever that project that you're working on, wherever that level is that you're trying to get to within your career, within your business, whatever that level you're trying to get to in your relationship, wherever that place is you're trying to get to in your relationship with your family or your friends, Mm -hmm. we have to prioritize ourselves. And all of that, we must come first. And all of that. You know, I know for me, it's like, oh, but I need and they need and, you know, and then I say, oh, well, I'll hold off on this. I can't keep holding off on me because mm-hmm. God is waiting for me. He's Ooh. not waiting for them for the plan that he has for me. He's waiting for me. So until I put me first, I'm not even going to see the steps that he has laid out real simple for me to follow. When I try to follow my own steps, that's when I get anxiety. I get confusion. Mm -hmm. I get exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, I go into a depression. Um, I start overeating. I start overspending because I'm operating in my own will. Mm -hmm. But if I put him first, put me first, You know, I'm saying like he has to be first in all things. But if I put me first before all those other things that I name, I guarantee you will. I learn how to stay in the moment Mm -hmm. because in that moment, I'm waiting to hear what he wants me to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm going (laughs) to. Thank you. I can. So first of all, I haven't I haven't tapped on one question that my team put together. <laughs> so this is when I, I I confirm that we are aligned, right? And so I love it. So thank you, thank you for sharing that. And I I know that that has resonated with many, hundred percent, many. Mm-hmm. So, but I want to now talk about like you are a business owner, the journey yes. to getting there. Um, and so how did you take all your talents that you had to defining what you believe is your assignment? And I'm assuming your business is your assignment. Okay. So my business is the gift. Mm. Okay. That's right. That's not the, yeah. yeah, Okay. I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My business is one of the gifts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as each day goes on, I get to unpack it more and more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, my um, assignment was defined long before the business came. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. It was defined long before the business came. And um, I'm actually like, I think I realized the first time, didn't know, did not know what it was, but I was around 10 years old and my church asked me to write a poem. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, okay, I can do that. At 10 years old, I write a poem about teenagers. Okay. (laughs) You're not even a teenager yet not even teenagers. I write a poem about teenagers and I broke down each letter of the word teenagers. So as life continued on, I look back at that and I'm like, okay, I was so far ahead of my time. I mean, because even, even I remember um, like church members 
um, parents, some of my friends in church, their parents was like, can I get that on paper? I need that on my refrigerator. You know, it was crazy. So anyway, um, fast forward, I was about, this was around 2013. Um, And prior to that, you know, I had a production company um, prior to that, you know, I was in relationships where, um, like it was a spiritual thing. I was in relationships where I thought the person was for me, <laughs> but I was being used to get them some help. I was being used to take them to the pastor. I was being used to, and I was just like, you know, I'm hurt crying, you know, relationship over. And then in hindsight, sight, it was like, Hey, that wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. This person was getting ready to end their life. And you brought light to mm-hmm. their life. Big. This person was getting ready to, Um, One person was getting ready to have like this major surgery. All I knew about was prayer. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know what, you know, I just know that somebody need to pray for you because, you know, and so long story short, they end up going back, getting their tests ran and their spleen had gone down. T counts went up um, because they were a sickle cell patient. Um, Spleen went down. T cells went up, what have you. And so therefore they no longer needed emergency surgery. They actually had time for their immune system to build up Mm -hmm. to have the surgery. Right. Mm -hmm. So things like this was happening all, you know, all my life. And so in 2013, I came up with this quote and I know it wasn't me alone, but at 20 in 2013, I came up with the quote, I'm a vessel and not just that chick. Ooh. Right. Because it was at that time that I realized I'm being used, but I'm being used in a good way. And so that's when it kind of set in that this is my purpose. That that quote right there kind of it resonated with me to pay attention to all the encounters I people I came in contact with like it really resonated and then to this day with my business I'm a vessel and not just that chick because my business has given me a platform Mm. to be able to share my story Mm -hmm. and in sharing my story I'm able to inspire people I'm able to give people hope I'm able to share with them my journey because it wasn't easy Mm -hmm. it wasn't easy mm-hmm. when I the mac I said the macarons will get me in the door but that story will get me a seat yeah, at the table yeah I believe that yeah and that is how my purpose has become elevated yeah. visible mm-hmm. there's a great quote. oh sorry go on mm-hmm uh-uh, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a great quote that comes to mind when you say that is, our skills and talents get us into the room, but it's our character that keeps us there. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. And I do not take that for granted mm-hmm. because, you know, when you're giving an assignment that's within your purpose, baby, whoo, yeah. we're charged. Yeah. Yeah. 
And where there's conviction, there's capacity. There's a great friend of mine. I quoted her so much on these podcast episodes because with a lot of people, sometimes it's hard to express when people see you on the outside doing all these things. They're thinking like, how the heck are you keeping it together? But I love what you said before when it's all aligned to what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing, it's that. It's that sense of conviction. Then the capacity, mm-hmm. it's ease, right? Everything flows with mm-hmm. ease. But I don't want to, I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that it's been easy for you to start your business and to run it and there hasn't been void of challenges. So let's talk about some of the more theoretical side of Ooh. being an entrepreneur. Uh, so my, yes. first, my question, my first question that I'm going to use to really open that up, because um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening, but you know, what has been the biggest challenge since becoming a full-time business owner? For you. Okay, so let's get real. Let's get real. (laughs) We've been real. More real? Okay. Look, yes, because since becoming a full-time entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. I do not have that good government job pushing behind me anymore. (laughs) Everything is on me. Mm. You know, my personal bills, the bills Mm -hmm. of the business, Mm -hmm. my employees, Mm -hmm my vendors, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you literally just a few days ago, like I came down in the kitchen and just broke down, just broke down because it is a lot, especially when for me, what's the most challenging is the financial piece, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that what you have going out, you have just as much coming in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's it it can become worrisome when you're approaching payday mm. and you're looking at the bank account and you need to pay these people mm-hmm. you know because you may for me you know i may be waiting for invoices to clear mm-hmm. you know um and that can be a challenge you know just being able to set yourself up in a place where your budget, your state living and doing business within your budget, Mm -hmm. because if not, it brings on added stress, Mm -hmm. you know, um, unnecessary stress, but you know, that's a part of being a full-time entrepreneur that transition piece and I know that all it is is growing pains because it's only been a couple months that I've been full-time entrepreneur. Um, but that that transition piece, you know, it takes a few months to really transition over and have everything lined up and where it's rolling smoothly, mm-hmm. you know? And within that, being able to continue working and continue bringing the energy you bring, continue showing up, you know, being able to continue doing all that while waiting for the next move. Yeah. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy. And so what has, how has that in the last couple of months, because it's so funny because we talk about the transition as if it's like a couple of months ago, but it really, the transition started the minute you start to make the decision to become mm-hmm. a full-time business owner. And I don't know what that, mm-hmm. that period of time was for you, but what can you help? What can you share about the impacts that that's had on say per, your personal life? You're married, um, your marriage, yes. you know, um, and the world around you. How, how's it, uh, how's that impacted? And how has the impact manifested? 
Okay, so I actually, it was September of last year mm-hmm. that I kept saying, June is it. Okay. June is it. September, I just, June is it. So I started preparing with looking for health insurance, mm-hmm. looking for different, um, looking for independent life insurance company, mm-hmm. um, you know, just those kind of things to make sure that I'm covered when that time comes, right? So the thing is, is, okay, so then that time came, some of those things happened, some of those things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I do have a life insurance just in case, you know, he decided to take me on. You know, I got to make sure, look, if I ain't do nothing else, I got some life insurance so my family's okay, right? So anyway, um, the transition um, so far, like at home, um, it's an adjustment because I'm, I'm home. I'm able to be home, but then at the same time, I'm working even harder. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it may be some days where, you know, I have a four or five hour day physically in the kitchen, but then I come home and I have another six hours mm-hmm. of work to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so that time with my family, with my wife, you know, looks a little different. Yes, I'm home, but I'm busy. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've had to, one, um, we we do therapy, you know, um, couples therapy, because it's a transition mm-hmm. um, of going from two guaranteed incomes to one guaranteed income and an income that comes sporadically. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an adjustment. So, you know, we we incorporated couples therapy to help us with the transition um, because my wife is one who's very um, structured. Mm -hmm. I'm the social butterfly and everything about me is all over the place. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) not just socially, but everything. Right. And so she keeps me grounded. You know, but in that, that can feel like a lot more responsibility because of knowing that I don't work a regular job. Yes, yeah. You know, that pressure of that, you know, and then from that pressure, you know, of of feeling like you're 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 in this alone, you know, because your partner all you know, being all social butterfly, you know. Um, so you know, that therapy helped us to understand what each other need. Yeah. You know, um, it just helped us structure what me being an entrepreneur looks like mm-hmm. within our relationship. So therapy is one. And then two, we've had to create date night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because as an entrepreneur, we can get caught up in us. We can get caught up in the business. Don't nothing matter. I don't care who the house, what burnt down. Wait, did, did y'all get my equipment out? Yeah. <laughs> did you get the equipment? You know, so, um, I know for me, I can, I, at, it was what, at one point where I was getting so tangled up in me mm-hmm. that I literally was forgetting about everyone else. Yeah. So that has had, you know, it's gotten some balance now and everything, but, you know, um, and then the thing is, is, you know, I don't have that extra cash flow like I used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I got to think again on that shirt or those shoes, you know, because now I got to think about, do I have enough for payroll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's true. You know, so those are some of the things that has, it's been an adjustment mm-hmm. um, since going into entrepreneurship full time. Well, and I can, I resonate with that too, because my, my husband is a full-time entrepreneur and it's in the restaurant business. So, you know, I know the hours Ooh. that you must put in and, you know, I can, I, I like the fact that you focus on the relationship and building and or pivoting and adapting it along the, the growth of this. I think it's a lot easier than getting to a point in time where it's like, okay, this is not working for us anymore, right? But it's like making it right. part of the journey and saying, okay, there's some there's some pivots and some changes that we need to make, and we're going to prioritize it. I like that. It's really it's helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So your story highlights, honestly, if nobody has gone, it really just highlights the power of resilience. And so before I get into yeah. some rapid thrivers, um, can you share some, like, what would be Shay's top of mind strategies or mindset shifts that have really helped you stay determined and focused on your goals during really difficult times? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, not worrying about what I'm missing out on, mm. you know, because things, you know, you see stuff on social media, it looks all glitz and glam and da 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 like, oh, I want to be there. No. <laughs> I have to shut down. I have to shut it down and I have to get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You know, because that is what helps me to stay focused. Mm. Like, that chatter of, you need to be here. Oh, I need to heat. Mm-hmm. I need to get macarons here. I need to get macarons. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, I, I have had to shut the chatter down. Um, I do my daily um, reading motivational things. I listen to people who are motivating. Mm-hmm. I keep myself surrounded with women who are doing what I'm doing and even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Yeah, I mean, but like, I want to be around women who do, who are way beyond where I, where I am because then that gives me something to strive for. Not that my success is gonna look like your success, but just your 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 drive. Mm-hmm. You know, watching that helps me. And then also when I I can look at myself and look at where I came from, and that will keep me focused. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's many things and many tools that I use to stay focused, whether it's journaling, whether it's listening to motivation, motivational speaking, um, looking at my own story, you know, looking at where I came from, where I was seven years ago, you know, and how far I've come now. Look at my business resume. Look at my personal resume you know, in the growth within myself, that'll keep me focused because baby, I don't want to go back. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go back. So I I keep things around me. I like, I have my vision board from 20, what's that? 20, uh, 20, 2022, 2021. I got vision boards all around me. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that, and, and and I think the key on that one is it, you have a track record, and it's very yeah. easy to get caught up in what's happening on today, and discounting where we've come from. And it's like, oh wait, hold on, I got through that. If I got through that, I'll get right. I'm getting through this one, right? Yeah, 
Yes. Yes. Powerful. So I'm going to, one, I, so remember I told you, yeah, about 20 minutes in, 25, and then I'm going to get into rapid, we're at 35. Okay. So just, (laughs) and I bet you don't feel the 35, right? I'm way past how much, what time I'm supposed to release. Look, that tends to happen with me. I I get a little long winded girl. (laughs) So no, 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 not even, it wasn't even that. It was just very, very intriguing, very, very inspiring. And the conversation um, was needed. So when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes first to mind? Ooh, my gosh. It's so many. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Mm. First. I'm, I'm a, okay, so. I know, uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you, one person that really has inspired me mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. is Tina Turner. Mm. Her story. Yeah has inspired me yeah. for years. I literally had a picture of her in a frame like she was my auntie or something. <laughs> you know, just the courage it took to just say, you know what, this is what I'm getting ready to do. Mm. You know, just taking her life, coming from where she came from, um, going through what she went through, and then making that decision to take her life back. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and it's not going to look like the picture y'all think it needs yeah. to look like. I'm going to go over here yeah. and I'm just going to re- recreate myself, recreate and make the, create the life I want to live. And yeah. that's what she did. Yeah. yeah. And I've always admired that. Yeah. I can, I love that. What is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? My recovery. Hmm. My recovery. My recovery, I have to practice my recovery every day. What's that? The principles. Yeah. Hmm? What's the, can you take us through that a bit? Yeah. So, um, I, um, my recovery is I'm a part of, um, uh, uh, recovery, pr- uh, community. Mm-hmm. People who are overcoming addiction. Got it. And so therefore we follow principles. Mm-hmm. You know, and those principles are, you know, principles, honesty, open mindedness, Mm -hmm. willingness, brotherly love. Mm -hmm. You know, these are things that I practice every single day in my Mm -hmm. personal life and in business. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, I have to be upfront when it comes to me personally. I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm going to live honestly to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. you know, because the thing is, is I've hid behind the lies. Mm-hmm. I've hid behind images. Mm-hmm. I've hid behind egos. Mm-hmm. I've hid behind all these things because I did not want you to see who I am truly mm-hmm. because I was afraid of not being accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. So my recovery process is something that I have to practice every day so that I don't begin to live in a land of fantasy. Mm-hmm. We in the real world. There are real bills. There, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't afford to be in fantasy. I can be creative, mm-hmm. but I need to be careful not to fall off into fantasy. Hmm. Because fantasy takes me to where I want to be because I feel like where I am is not enough. Oh, my God. Right? That's big. You know what I'm saying? So 
I have to practice being honest, truthful, and I have to be open-minded. I have to stay open-minded because I don't have all the answers. Mm. That's why I surround myself with people who have been in long-term recovery longer than me because they can share some information with me because they've experienced more things than I have. Hmm. So when I come upon a situation that I can't handle, I have someone to go to and ask them, how did you get through that? Hmm. Because I'm going through it now. Mm -hmm. Right. So then in business, I have to stay open-minded because I'm a new entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I knew how to hustle but I don't know how to run a business. Mm. So therefore I have to keep myself surrounded by men and women who have been in business 20 and 30 years, mm-hmm. who are successful, who are multimillionaires, who are running mm. five, four to 500 mm. companies so they can show me what to do. Talk the talks, girl. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I have to stay open-minded. Mm-hmm. I may not understand it at the time, but if you make it, if you a multimillionaire and you're telling me that I need to do this, then I just need to trust the process. Yeah. yeah. Hey, cause I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Love right? that. What's a, uh-huh. what's a book that's helped you with your thrive? <laughs> I'm not a big reader. A podcast. Believe it or movie. not. Doesn't yeah. could be podcast could be movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now I'm not a big reader. Like I'm not an avid reader, Mm -hmm. but I do read. Mm -hmm. So obviously I've had to read in order for me to work um, my program of recovery. You know, I read uh, recovery literature. Mm -hmm. Um, That is like the guide for me of life. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do listen to different podcasts. I do listen to, you know, radio shows. Um, you know, I, I watch spiritual programs on TV and things like that. And I go to a lot of seminars, sessions, Mm -hmm. conferences, Mm -hmm. I go to a lot of those different types of things and gather information. And then when it's something that I really need to get some more information on, mm-hmm. I dive into the reading part of it. Got it. Right. Got it. Just like with the perfecting of my macarons, I dive into reading that. Yeah. You know, when I had to learn how to do um, my numbers and uh, nutrition labels and, you know, what all these different things mean in the in my business, in my field, I have to read that stuff mm-hmm. in order to even understand. But yeah, it's just a combination of things, you know, and, and just really the company that I keep, whether it's personal or business. I love it. What is an app that helps with your thrive? What's what? An app. An app? Mm-hmm. On your phone. That helps me with my thrive. Mm-hmm. Girl, <laughs> you should have asked me what's the challenge. <laughs> no, but seriously, seriously, um, I guess I don't know. The only apps that help me, um, the app on my website, okay. Okay. no, that's fair. Yeah, so the website the app, app okay. on my website, um, 
Well, actually, I do have a um, a wellness recovery app. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they post daily things on there. And, you know, I read those and, and take that with me. Um, and then, you know, all these different social media things going on out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's considered an app, but, yeah, you know, I'm just IG, not tech IG's, savvy IG's like that. an app. IG's an app. Um, <laughs> and the last last rapid fiber is what's one misconception that people see of you as they see you stepping out, trying to go on your own in your own business and and doing your thing? What's the one misconception that people have? One misconception... Um, people, I don't know if it's a misconception, but people tend to think that I'm not real. So then when they see me, they're like, oh my God, you are so cool. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, 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 just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, like, that's the one thing that happens often. And people are like, oh, my God, you know, like, you're you're um, you're really like how you come off on your social media and, you know, everything. And I'm like, yeah, you know, but then, at two, I understand because some yeah. people on social media, you Very seem one way yeah. and then in person. Different way. Yeah, it's a different way. But, yeah, you get the same. Yeah. Get the same. Get you. And so, uh, so thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. So where, where can we find more of you online? Okay. Well, everything is Shay Renee Macarons. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it on the, we're going to have a link for you all because every time I go to spell it out, people are like, what? Yeah. The apostrophe, <laughs> the, the, the Asante goo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everything is Shay Renee Macarons mm-hmm. and it's Shay with the C H E mm-hmm. and it's one O in the macarons. Okay. Yeah. And so as a parting question, this podcast is called Empowered in My Skin and would love to know what that means to you. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm going to tell you, when I read that, that really hit home with me mm. because um, I had wrote a poem over 20 years ago that talks about living in my skin. And being who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm okay with it. I love living in my skin mm-hmm. because I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I am Shay Houston, the daughter of Connie and Kenneth, <laughs> and the CEO of Shay Renee Macarons and more. Will we bring Paris to your door? Right. I love it. I love it. I love this interview. Thank you so much for being you and sharing it here so freely and energetically and with precision and intention. I, I truly enjoyed this time with you. I'm so happy that we found you online and so happy that we're getting, we have this platform to be able to amplify your story. So thank you, Shay. Thank you so much for you all having me. Thank you to your team for finding me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I tell you this, this interview was very good for me. This mm-hmm. was a very good day for it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, um, just to hear, it's like, I, I'm, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to mm-hmm. myself. I'm talking to all the people that are out there, you know, but so often I do get inspired by my own words because Woo! a lot of times they're not my own words. Mm-hmm. They're coming from a, a higher place. Yeah. I love that. I actually really mm-hmm. love that you said that. 
So thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listening. Um, I've come to the part of the interview where I need to say we're out. So this is where we say bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> there you have it. I trust you are feeling more empowered in your skin. As the late Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you get, you give, when you learn, you teach. So it would mean so much for us at EIMS if you would share this episode and tag us or teach an insight that you took from today's episode on your socials and tag us. Feel free to leave us a review over at iTunes and follow us on social media at Empowered in My Skin. Finally, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you soon.